the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Very excited to kick off the show today with this next guest. She's one of my best friends. Also, one of the most brilliant minds in all of America, former assistant secretary to the U.S. Treasury and host of my favorite podcast, the Monica Crowley podcast. It is Monica Crowley. Monica, good to have you back on. Hey, John, it's great to be back with you. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor to have you on. We love all the work you do. Love your show. I wanted to start with this weekend because there was some pretty dramatic fallout from what's really been a five, 10 year problem on college campuses, anti-Semitism, but the UPenn president, Liz McGill, ousted over the weekend. A second university leader who testified alongside Liz McGill uh, is also in trouble at Harvard. Uh, Is this a moment of reckoning long awaiting? Yeah, I really think it is. And I think it's really the tip of the iceberg. You know, there should be real ramifications for these individuals who sit atop our most elite institutions, not just in America, but the world. We're talking about Harvard. We're talking about the University of Pennsylvania. We're talking about MIT. But really all of them have been so deeply infected by radicalism for decades now, John, right? So for for anybody just now paying attention to this kind of raging anti-Semitism, you need to know that all of this has been going on for a very long time. The infection of Marxism, economic Marxism, political Marxism, cultural Marxism, this has been on the march in America for almost a century, really since the Russian Revolution began and the Kremlin decided that they needed to conquer the world. And the way they were going to do that was really by, by taking out the number one obstacle, which is the United States. This has been ongoing since the 1930s in America, where they have infiltrated our major institutions, including the entire academic world. They started at the university level, and now it goes all the way down to kindergarten. So this didn't just materialize out of thin air. The system that produced a Harvard president, Claudine Gay, or a Penn president, Liz McGill, who just stepped down over the weekend, This system has been deeply corrupted and infected with Marxism and anti-Semitism for a long time. So here is the challenge, Sean. Yes, this has been coming for a long time. McGill, I'm glad to have her scalp. I hope Claudine Gay and so many others go down in this wave as well. And and the fact that this anti-Semitism has always been there percolating under the surface, surface is deeply, deeply disturbing. But the problem here, John, is that all of these institutions all the way down are deeply infected. So they can swap out Liz McGill for another anti-Semitic communist woke nightmare at Penn, and you're going to have the same problem. We face a a very big challenge here in, in essentially fumigating all of these institutions from the top down. 
you know, these anti-Semites are like bugs. You know, you step on one and there are 10 more where that came from. So this is going to require a major, major overhaul. And people like Bill Ackman, the hedge fund guy, and so many others who have pulled big money out of these institutions, that's what's gotten their attention, the money. Not the actual principle of being a raging anti-Semite, but the fact that Penn lost a $100 million gift. That's what gets their attention. Frankly, I don't even care what gets their attention as long as the attention is sustained over a period of time. And that's, we require all hands on deck for that. Yeah, right. It would be easy to take a couple scalps and, t- and, and then say, let's go back to life as normal, but we can't, right? This hatred and intolerance has been festering for so long, and, and this is a moment to really uh, eradicate it in a large way. I mean, anyone who supports Hamas is supporting hate. Anyone who supports Hamas is supporting testimony, uh, to, uh, is uh, supporting terrorism, and uh, there can't be a moment now where you take the foot off the gas pedal. I think all of us who are fighting for uh, to eradicate this hate, this this is a moment where you have to double down. Even even as some of these resignations come, do you see that energy still there? That people realize now that this is a rare moment to fight back and to uh, really get rid of a a series of sentiments that are poisoning our children's minds. Yes, absolutely. Because you know it's being brought to a really big donors' attention, like like a Bill Ackman, like a Leon Cooperman who, you know, are appropriately outraged by this kind of rampant anti-Semitism, they seem shocked at, the, at not just that, but the overall anti-Semitism, uh, overall, I should say, uh, rampant activism and radicalism on these college campuses, to which we, John, say, well, where have you been for the last, right. you know, many decades? Where have you been? Yeah. So, this anti-Semitism has focused their attention and their minds on that particular issue, but they're also being awakened to all of this other Marxism and, and other forms of radicalism, the cesspool of hatred going on on these campuses, and now they're starting to see it in other directions. That is a very good sign. Um, and I think now is the opportunity for people like us, John, who report on the news, comment on the news, to focus everybody's attention on not just the anti-Semitism, but the lack of free speech against conservatives and so many others, the, the communism that is being taught, the indoctrination that's going on. This is our moment to really open the floodgates to the general public about what's gone, gone on here. You know, it's similar to what happened during COVID, where parents weren't aware of what their K through uh, 12 students and children were being taught, and then COVID had them locked in the house, and parents were suddenly aware of yeah, you're teaching my kid what going on. (laughs) Yeah, yes, exactly. So I think at the university level, this is opening a lot of eyes, and now it's our time to strike. Yeah, there's no doubt. This is a moment where you can we can make some lasting change for the better if we do it. And we could just get universities to go back to what they used to be good at, which was research and, and learning. That would be great instead of all this political indoctrination that seems to have become the uh, the leading edge of their, uh, at least the elite universities' um, uh, focus. And it's really remarkable. I want to turn just to a second for to the um, budget because in America – Every year we've kind of kicked this can down the road. And uh, really since the mid 
2000, only 20 years ago, we have added the vast majority of American debt, American debt for our entire country's history, about 25 to 28 trillion dollars just in the last two decades. Some familiar faces there during that whole time: Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, perhaps the Queen and, and King of Debt, uh, based on their tenure and, and the growth of it. Uh, Joe Biden clearly there for nearly all of the accumulation of the debt. Are we at a moment where Americans are ready to make this an issue in the election, saying no more debt? We're now we're now hanging a millstone around our great grandchildren. Yeah, that's exactly right. And the unity party is guilty. So people on both sides, obviously, Democrats and the left are huge, huge spenders. But we have had plenty of big spenders on our side as well over the years, which got us to this point. Nobody is willing to stand up and say no. I mean, a few, a few. But, you know, you get into office and you realize you can vote yourself a raise out of the U.S. Treasury and give away huge favors to people in your district and state in order to get reelected. The entire yeah. system becomes deeply corrupt. And this is why we're closing in on $34 trillion in debt. And this year, probably going to run an annual deficit, John, of about $2 trillion. So, look, we got to put the brakes on this. And if we don't, the laws of economics are hard and fast. So the laws of economics are going to kick in here in pretty short order and force the decisions for us. And this is not going to be a pretty sight. The ramifications of, you know, hitting this debt wall are going to be atrocious for everybody in America. So, um, you know, the, the choice is going to have to be made soon. And, yeah, it's going to be painful because everybody's been drunk on big spending for a long time. Yeah. But I think as an issue, you know, you're talking about it at Just the News. I'm talking about it on the Monica Crowley podcast, Steve Bannon on War Room. I mean, we're all directly speaking to this issue, putting the pressure on our elected representatives to put the brakes on this. And that means putting the pressure on the news speaker, Mike Johnson, who, you know, there's a lot of talk about about a continuing CR in January for another year, get us through the election so we don't have to make hard choices. No, no, we're in an emergency now. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Yeah, it, it is extraordinary that that conversation would even bubble up, given the fact that Speaker Mike Johnson actually got his job because of a CR. <laughs> it's just remarkable that uh, that it would still be staying, hanging around. And you're right, Roger Taylor Green told us last week that it's very much on the table right now, which I think is uh, is really remarkable. Um, tomorrow, uh, President Zelensky from Ukraine will be here. He'll meet with Mike Johnson. He'll be meeting with um, the president and others. Um, I think there is a stark message that Republicans can de- can deliver to um, 
the Ukrainian president, and there also could be a gesture the Ukrainian president could deliver, I suspect, the Republicans by maybe going down to the border and seeing the crisis that afflicts our country. What do you think comes of tomorrow's visit? Well, it's going to be, <laughs> I mean, Zelensky is coming to put the screws to our Congress. And by the way, he's also addressing the U.S. military today right. or tomorrow as well, which is equally as horrifying. He needs money. And the cash is drying up. He is horrified by that. But we, we as the American taxpayer, have sunk nearly $200 billion into this enterprise. And all it has proven, and, and Ukraine is clearly, clearly losing this battle, um, and all it's gotten us is a giant money laundering operation for the globalist elite. They have enriched themselves at the expense of the American taxpayer, at the expense of driving our debt further into the ground, all from money launder- laundering operations so Zelensky's wife can go shopping in Paris. I mean, I'm sorry, but that has been the absolute truth. All of the money, all of the weapons that we have sent, there has been zero accountability for any of it. We have not accounted for or audited a single dime that has gone over there. So it's been a huge slush fund. And Time Magazine, to their credit, a couple of months ago, I guess, yeah. did a whole expose on this where they you did. had top Ukrainian officials saying this has been a giant slush fund for everybody and, and it's deeply corrupt. So, no, no more money for Zelensky so his wife can go to Chanel in Paris. No more weapons going <laughs> until, A, we've got a full accounting of everything that we've already sent, and, B, uh, a real plan for going ahead. Where is this money and where are these weapons going to go and, and, you know, before we commit to anything? So I say not a single dime or a single gun um, or a single bullet going to Ukraine until we've got a full accounting. I see a lot of heads in our audience probably nodding right now. They couldn't agree more with you. The clarity of your uh, your vision is is so there. Um, your our, your old boss is somebody who is rising in the polls, uh, perhaps in historic fashion. In fact, today Donald Trump up fifty at fifty one percent in the Iowa caucus poll, the highest any candidate in the history of a, a caucuses has ever scored in that uh, poll. He's also up in Michigan and in Georgia and nationally against Joe Biden. Uh, when you look out, what is the phenomenon that keeps Donald Trump so popular, even as Democrats and their machinery take, take so much time to try to take him down? Yeah, you know, I was blessed to have seen the president on Friday at Mar-a-Lago. We spent some time together. He's in great shape. He is in a great mood. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it physically, emotionally, politically, the rest. He's a superman. Um, but I think the deep state, the uni party, military industrial complex, the propaganda press, they cannot believe that this man is still standing and not just standing, but thriving, as you say, leading in most, if not all of the polls nationally, state by state and so on. They have thrown the kitchen sink at this man since he really started gaining traction in late 2015. So almost eight years now. They have thrown everything at him, and they cannot believe that he is uh, still upright and thriving. Um, so expect this next year to be pretty horrible, because when you think at what they threw at him in 2020, from a crazy virus to the shutdown of the economy to burning down the country with Antifa and Black Lives Matter, rigging the election, January 6th, the whole slate to stop him and the America First agenda, we can only imagine what next year is going to be. 
Um, so brace for that. But Donald Trump really is a phenomenon, and he is leading a movement. There is not a single other Republican, and they're all very accomplished leaders and very talented, but none of them are leading a movement. This is America first. This is a movement that Donald Trump uh, founded and is riding the wave and embodies and symbolizes. So he's got a deep emotional bond with the voters. And that is something that is absolutely impossible for anybody else to overcome. One last question for you, Monica. I wanted to uh, look out when you look out past the primaries, it looks like the president probably former president has uh, the primaries in pretty good shape. He gains uh, the nomination early. The trials are being thrown at him. There'll be more media uh, fear trying to paint him as an extremist. That's been the new thing this past week. He's a dictator, all these things. What's the key for Donald Trump to succeed in the general election? Is it to stay on message and focus on the border, the economy, and not get distracted? Or should he double down and get, get in the trenches with those who attack him and push back? Well, I think he's at his best when he's talking about policy because he's got uh, he's got a presidential record already, which none of the others do. Um, Biden has one already, and that's a catastrophe. So my best advice to him is stay focused on policy, on the economy, how he brought it back not once but twice, once from the depths of the Obama economic catastrophe, and then again from the crisis of COVID. So he will bring the U.S. economy back a third time, uh, focus on enforcing the border, focus on law and order, focus on delivering world peace, as he did the first time. We have four years of empirical evidence of Trump's presidency delivering booming economy, enforced border, and world peace, right? So all he has to do is point to that and say, here's how I'm going to do it a second or even a third time uh, going into 2025 once he's elected. Um, you know, he is Donald Trump, so expect some mudslinging. That's exactly right. But the other big thing, if I were he and his campaign, I'd be focused on state by state is election integrity. Because if this election is clean, he wins in a landslide. But the left is very creative in rigging elections. And so we've got to stay on top of it and not just fight the last war of ballot harvesting and ballot curing, but really focused on whatever, anything new that the left has planned um, to try to pull the rug out from under him next week. So I would say focus on those things and then uh, do the hard work and pray. And uh, hopefully we will be back in office January of 25. Yeah, I think a lot of people are cheering that moment should it happen. Uh, Monica, it's always a great honor. We always get such wisdom when we're with you. What's the best way for folks to follow you on Twitter and, of course, to get your incredible uh, podcast? Oh, thank you so much. Yes, it's the Monica Crowley podcast. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts, so Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. Um, So please go and, and download that. Check it out. It's free. Subscribe, and you'll get new shows automatically. Um, And then in terms of social media, on Instagram, I'm at Monica Crowley underscore. And on Twitter and True Social, I'm at Monica Crowley. So please go check me out there. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the best quick instant analysis I I know anywhere in the world comes from your Twitter account. You do such great work, Monica. What a great honor to have you on. I don't know if we'll get a chance to talk before Christmas, but please have a Merry Christmas, and we'll get you back on before the uh, beginning of the new year. Such an honor and pleasure to join you as always, John, and I hope we will continue our 
annual um, tradition of having you on my podcast the first week of the year. I hope you'll join. Count me in. I'm I'm booking now. I'm ready. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. I look forward to that, John. Thank you. Thanks, Monica. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.